And good morning to you. Welcome back to hour number two of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Tom McCubbin. We're coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. And we're happy to have you with us today. It's been a good first hour, I think, and uh, feel good about it. We've got a neat program uh, for hour number two. And uh, I'm a former extension agent and uh, host emeritus, as Teresa says, for the program here. Anyway, I think we did well, Lizzie. What do you think? First hour. We have some of the best listeners. I say that every week, but really, we have some of the best listeners. We have amazing texts. We have amazing callers. Just make sure when you're texting that you put your first name and the city you're from, because then we're not going to know what zone you live in to tell you the proper you know, usage of uh, either fertilizers yeah. or whatnot. And when they call in, you need their location and their comments and their name and things like that, So, which will help out also. So anyway, uh, hour number two is upon us here, and there's no dirty word today, okay? No dirty word today this week, but as I mentioned in the first hour, we're going to be talking about codgers, C-O-D-G-E-R-S. Did everyone look it up? Do you think that I'm one? Well, my dad used to say that there's an old codger down the street there. Some of our friends were old codgers. What did he mean? Well, in short, in a short bit, Randy... Schultz of Camp Codger's team and editor and founder of Home Garden and Homestead.com will be with us and he'll explain everything about it. Meanwhile, here's my question of the day. <clears throat> Another question of the day. Are you using bar- battery powered landscape maintenance equipment? I do, and you know, so are many professionals. One tree company who Teresa and I respect and use uh, with our clients, that's, I'll give them a plug, word of mouth and owner Perry's son, uh, Austin, and, and he was at my home checking out a project. I have a dead tree that we call a woodpecker tree, but it's going to have to come down. And, and so what he told me is that their ch- their chainsaws now are all battery-powered, and it takes two battery packs a day, and so when they go back home at the end of the day, they just go ahead and plug them in and have them the next day. Right. And that, and it, do you see that taking place? I shamefully um, have bought a few for our business. I know that's so bad. Well, I don't think there's any problem with it. I mean, I'll be honest. I think we're being rushed into electricity. Correct. But but I think it's going to happen. I think down the road, electricity is going to run everything. Yes. Uh, so, uh, and I think Thomas Edison might have been right in uh, that battery-powered. He wasn't talking about battery, but he was talking about uh, you know, how electric flows, and we use alternating current, but he was using direct current, and mm-hmm. that's what battery-powered things are. Good point. Uh, and so Good point. I guess everybody was right back in those days. I don't know. But anyway, they're using battery-powered chainsaws. I was surprised, and he just charges them up overnight. And the other thing is he's gotten rid of his chipper. He doesn't use a chipper. He said, Chippers are too hard to maintain. This is a company that's been there for a good while. Wow. And so what they have is a grapple truck, and then they'll take it to the landfill, and I guess the landfill chips it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. My son uh, works for a company, but he also drives a grapple truck. But that makes sense now now that I visually see that. I guess it really does because not only are you already having to pick up the wood anyway, but you're picking it up and you can just throw it on a truck, and instead of having to do another step of chipping and then disposing, there you go. And you have to maintain the chippers. Chippers are not cheap pieces of equipment. Oh, no. I think like one of one tooth out of that entire chipper is between 100 to $500. I know. So, so uh, they're bypassing it that way. Well, anyway, I, I'm asking uh, Randy Schultz how he feels about using electric. And he's also going to talk to us about mosquito control because they have mosquito bits, mosquito dunks. And with the rains coming up, guess what? Mosquito is going to be there. There's what? No, there's no doubt about no. it. No. Uh, yeah, Fiction. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, here's one here, a little question here. It says, uh, I, I don't believe Perine, Perine, that's P-R-E-E-N, actually kills weeds. I only think it disables them. Perine, to my knowledge, only is a pre-emergent herbicide. It's not a one that goes in and kills the weeds. So if you're thinking about using Perine, follow the label carefully. There's several forms of it out there. One of them is a natural one using corn gluten, and uh, that can be used in vegetable garden areas, and there's others can be used in other areas. But I think preen still is a pre-emergent, so don't expect it to kill the standing weeds. You're going to have to use something else for that there. I think and a non-toxic solution won't leave any chemical residues in the ground, I guess, on the plants. 
again, you're you're back with insecticidal soaps. You're there with oil sprays um, and also things like spinosad, thuricide, those type of products that will work uh, in the landscape. Anyway, some of those things. We had the question I, th- I think we, it's worthwhile following up on just a little bit here about the fertilizer. In many areas, you need to get out right now and do the fertilizing. You need to do the lawn fertilizing if you're going to do it. And Teresa mentions this uh, last week and week before, I believe. And you need to get out there and do that. If trees and shrubs, if you're in an area where you cannot fertilize during the summer, and it's it's the rule is there to try to keep the nutrients from going down into the soil into our water sources. Okay, I am not sure <clears throat> that the homeowner is the responsible person for this. Uh, interesting enough, one of uh, the great fertilizer companies, Scotts, uh, did a study, and they found that homeowners really don't fertilize as much as they'd like them to anyway, and especially going into the fall time of the year, they don't fertilize that much. So think about how often you fertilize, but I think the rules are probably being made for commercial end of it, and uh, and and so they're not able to put down the fertilizers during the summer like the rest of us here. So we're all, I think we're all suffering for this, what it is, and maybe it's just been over-fertilized, maybe it's been too much runoff. I mean, they're blaming cows, they're blaming everything. So I, I don't know. but uh, So fertilizing, it, the time is about up. So if you're going to do it, we want to go through and do it as soon as possible. Coming up, Randy Schultz joins me. And Randy Schultz is going to be talking about Camp Codger and many other things uh, and also battery-packed uh, uh, equipment. So we'll be back from the sponsor, Summit Responsible Solution Studios. I'm Tom McCubbin, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure. Black Cow. Worried about losing your Medicaid benefits once the public health emergency ends? Don't panic. Affordable options are available through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. You don't have to try to figure this out on your own. There are certified health insurance navigators available to help you and your family find the right coverage. There's no obligation and it's free. Visit CoveringFlorida.org and secure your health coverage today. That's CoveringFlorida.org or call 877-813-9115. Healthcare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at healthcare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Ticks can transmit Lyme disease and other dangerous illnesses. Protect yourself and your family with Summit Green Armor Insect Repellent. Clothing and outdoor gear treated with Green Armor Insect Repellent repels and kills ticks, chiggers, mites, and mosquitoes for up to six weeks. The handy spray bottle makes it easy to apply this odorless layer of protection. Green Armor Insect Repellent is available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. If it's a day that ends in Y, you're probably stuck in Florida traffic. So turn that AC up one more notch, aim the vents toward your face, and think of a better place, like the cool, colorful produce section in your favorite grocery store. Why? Because that's where all the cool, colorful, fresh-from-Florida produce is. 
Produce just tastes better when it's grown closer to home. And when you buy fresh from Florida, you're supporting local farmers and jobs in our communities. So after you're done being stopped in traffic, pick up some fresh from Florida on your way home. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. I go to school with your children. We say the Pledge of Allegiance together. You've seen me around the neighborhood, and you've told me I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every four children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. This problem is closer than you think. My teacher tells me we could grow up and be whatever we want. I want to grow up and be someone who doesn't go to bed hungry. There's enough food in this country to feed everyone. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for kids like me, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And good morning to you. Thanks for joining us today for Better Lawns and Gardens. We're coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. And I'm Tom McCubbin, and we're happy to be here. And Teresa's over in England having a great time, that's for sure. So uh, she'll be back next week. Don't worry. Uh, right now, we want to talk about let me, a couple of things. Let me do this first. Uh, follow-up question here on the preen. And, and it said that... Uh, they're talking about preen, uh, only about killing these seeds before they germinate. Here you have to remember, this is a pre-emergent product. It's called preen. And it's only going to control certain weeds from seed. And normally those type of pre-emergent pro products are very good on grassy type weeds. I I've had a lot of experience with them. I did my master's work on herbicides. And I worked with treflin and surflin and... Uh, all, all the different pre-emergent ones. And, and they got some of the broadleaf weeds, but they were really good on the grassy weeds. So, and, and I think that's the way it's going to be with preen. It's going to catch some of each, uh, but mainly the grassy weeds probably going to be better. So, Can you spell that, please? Yeah, preen is P-R-E-E-N, preen. Thank you. And you'll see it's in big shaker containers that's available at the, the garden centers. So that may be why you're not getting complete weed control. And you have to, have to remember, when you put down any herbicide, it's not going to control all the weeds. It, there's even weeds now that are resistant to Roundup, you know, glyphosate. We, we thought that, you know, it was going to kill everything out, but now we have weeds that are resistant to it. And so that's we even have a turf type. ProVista that's resistant to it, so it's interesting. Right now, please join me in welcoming our good friend Randy Schultz, editor and founder of HomeGardenAndHomestead.com, and a member, proud member of Camp Codger, the pro <laughs> pro <laughs> podcast team. Randy, good morning to you. Hey, Tom. How are you doing? I, I As you can tell, I'm doing too well. Uh, <laughs> you know, you live out you there. Sound, you sound good. Well, thank you. Thank you. We go back a long ways, don't we? That's for sure. We do. Yeah. Now, you're living now in Colorado. My son is in Denver, Colorado, and and he told me that you're having both rain and snow recently. Is, is that still happening? You know, this last week on Thursday, we got a nice afternoon shower that turned into a hailstorm. Really? So we're getting, yeah, I think, I don't know if this is a fact, but I think Colorado is the hail capital of America. It's just the way our climate is because we have upper-level cold uh, temperatures even in springtime. Um, and sometimes the water goes back up, turns into hail, and then falls on our cars, unfortunately. So um, I, I, I look at the weather in, uh, in Florida and go, wow, you guys must be on a, on a different planet because it's not, it's not the way it is in Colorado. I don't know whether the weather people just discovered hail in in Florida or what, but every night I turn on the weather uh, channel and, and I hear talking about hail, more hail, uh, pea size hail, quarter size hail, and, and it looks like uh, we've got hail also. I know we've always had it, uh, but it seems like they're talking about it more. So uh, all I can say is, oh, hail. <laughs> oh, oh, hail is right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, hey, w with all this going on, when does your planting season actually begin for spring, let's say? 
the folks in Colorado Springs have always used the Mother's Day rule. Okay. Don't put anything out until Mother's Day. And, and usually that's correct. Uh, we, we get um, sometimes we get snow in May, if you can believe it. Yeah. But usually not usually not after Mother's Day. And, and um, this is one of those seasons where um, we could have planted earlier had it not been for hail. Yeah. Um, but we haven't had freezing temperatures for two, three weeks. Wow. So you can go ahead and plant your your good crops at this time. That's great. Absolutely. But, you know, everybody here starts tomatoes and anything that takes a, a, a longer growing season indoors because you just can't get a crop of anything um, by planting from seeds directly into the garden. Unless you're planting, you know, salad greens, uh, spinaches, Swiss chards, stuff like that. Yeah, they can take the cold much better. Okay, change subjects here. I have visited the Camp Codger podcast. And, you know, they kind of make me feel at home. Uh, and uh, I hate to say it, but I think I'm one of you all. You know, what, what is a real codger anyway? You know what? We're using the, the word codger very tongue-in-cheek. Um, and, uh, an old codger is just, you know, it's slang for an old man. Um, but the truth is, as we age, we get more codger-like. You know, we get more set in our ways. And um, Camp Codger is a... Is a way to kind of poke fun at that um, and at the same time provide information and entertainment for folks in their golden years. Yep. Now, you have Richard and Gary with you as part of the podcast team. And from what I can see in pictures, they look like they're probably what I would call codgers. And I put myself into that category also. Well, I <laughs> welcome to the club. Yeah. yeah. The, the good, it's good news, bad news. You live long enough and pretty much, you know, you turn into a codger, at least at some level. Um, Gary and Richard actually started this podcast. They're both in, in their 70s. And it's very unusual to have people in their 70s, you know, taking on a new project like this, especially something like a podcast. So we're, we, we like to think we're breaking new ground. Um, and I thought what they were doing was great, but I think, I think you know it was kind of serious when they were doing it without me. So they brought me on, and I'm I'm lending a little um, I don't know a softer element of humor to the to the mix. Yeah. Now I, I can see Richard and Gary talking. They say, "Now we need another old codger. Who are we going to get?" <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Randy Schultz. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Schultz is fitting that uh, category there. So anyway, absolutely. Anyway, so what is Camp Codger about, really? Well, we, you know, just in the last uh, two or three weeks, we've done a show on, um, well, actually, we had Tony Gattoni on, um, yes. who's some, somebody you probably know. She wrote a book called The Lifelong Gardener, and um, she is an expert. She is also in her 70s. As a matter of fact, we congratulated her on her 75th birthday wow. on the show. Uh, but her book is all about how to make gardening more comfortable and um, safer and more productive as your body gets older, you know. Unfortunately, you know, we tend to lose strength. We, we tend to lose mobility. But there's absolutely no reason why you can't keep gardening. If you um, listen to somebody like Tony, who has all kinds of great tips about um, how should you garden in your, in your older years. Yep. Now, I listened to one of those podcasts, and I saw myself out on that ladder reaching out to do pruning that she talked about. And uh, yeah. I have to tell you, I actually had a ladder collapse on me short, shortly after I retired from extension, and uh, I could have broken my leg. Absolutely, you know, Tony's Tony's a wild, a wild, wonderful woman, but she's also smart enough to go. You know, we can't do things that we used to be, you know, comfortable doing, and um, even if you can get away with it, at some point, uh, standing up on a ladder at the age of seventy-five or eighty or whatever. Um, it's just probably not a good practice. So um, she's got great tips, and um, I I really enjoyed having her on the show because unfortunately we're not 45 anymore, yeah. and we have to be realistic about it. That's hard to believe, isn't it? It's hard hard to accept, actually. Uh, you know how does well, it? Yeah. <laughs> how does it? I was just gonna say, in, in your in your mind, you you still think you're 45. You can do anything. I know, I know. How do, how do you get to Camp Codger? What's the website? The website is campcodger.com. And if you're familiar with podcasts at all, 
Um, we're on all those platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. Uh, you, but if you don't know podcasting, go to campcodger.com and click on episodes, and you can listen right there from the website. Yeah, that's what I did, actually. It was, made it very easy, no problem at all. So uh, anything else we need to know about Camp Codger? Because otherwise I'm going to move on to another subject. No, other than just check us out, give us a shot, shout out, and um, tell your friends if you like it. Yeah, campcodger.com, and you can get all the information there. Okay, let's, let's do mosquitoes first. It's starting to rain here. And I just find that, I, I know Lizzie doesn't believe it, uh, but mosquitoes going to be back. Nope, nope. I'm crossing <laughs> oh, my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so we have some natural ways of controlling them, right? Yeah. Um, I've worked with a company called Summit Responsible Solutions for a long time, and they have the, the number one biological mosquito control in the world. It's called Mosquito Dunks. And it's a little donut-shaped thing that you just put in standing water because standing water is where mosquitoes lay their eggs. Yeah, and mosquito bits, too. I like that because I can toss those into the cups of my bromeliads. Absolutely. In Florida, that's a great use for mosquito bits. And both of those products use um, a bacterium, naturally occurring bacterium called BTI, and it's very target-specific. It kills mosquito larvae and pretty much nothing else. It's harmless to people, pets, wildlife, fish. It's just a great... I call it mother's, Mother Nature's Solution to Controlling Mosquitoes. There you go. Uh, so mosquito dunks, mosquito bits, you can get them at your local garden center. We're going to have to push into this one topic real quick because I saw one of my companies using electric chainsaw. This is a reputable company. been around a long time, and they said they've changed over to battery-packed chainsaw maintenance equipment. Is this the way we're going these days? Oh, Absolutely. As a matter of fact, in the last couple of years, we've reviewed a lot of different tools on home garden and homestead, cordless electric battery-powered tools. And in every case, we've found um, some of the models that are now available widely um, at, at uh, you know all your hardware stores and, and at the big box stores and online. Uh, the, the cordless electric tools are just as good and just as powerful as the gas tools. And they're cleaner and quieter, and um, they don't pollute. It's just we're, we're seeing a transformation in outdoor power equipment. Yeah, I, I think electric is the way we're going. I, you know, I don't like to be pushed hard into it, but, but I know it's coming down the road there. And I, I guess gas-powered maintenance equipment is probably going to be going away eventually? You know, maybe in the next generation it'll go away altogether. Sort of like uh, gas-powered cars. You know, there's going to be a, a transition period. It's going to be a while, um, but you're going to see more and more electric uh, in in <laughs> in yards and in uh, professional power equipment. Um, and sooner or later, the gas stuff is going to be the, the the ones that kind of stand out as being odd. Yeah, this is a tree company. I mean, that's what they're using. They're going to come over and take down my my woodpecker tree. Uh, but, but it's just uh, it's just what they're going to. He said they charge the two batteries overnight. They, it takes two batteries a day for each of the chainsaws. They don't have to do anything special to the saws. Randy, thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate you being with us today. Lots of great information. And everybody get up on Camp Codger, and uh, you can uh, hear all the good information. Randy Schultz, of course, is editor and founder of HomeGardenAndHomestead.com, member of the Camp Codger podcast team campcodger.com thanks randy have a great gardening day and we're going to be coming back uh, we're here at the summit responsible solutions i'm tom mccubbin this is florida's talk and entertainment network the old way of living with diabetes is a pain you've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar the new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance 
insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Thank you for joining us today on Better Lawns and Gardens. Happy to have you with us. I'm Tom McCubbin, former University of Florida Extension agent and former host. Teresa, it's so nice to let me come in and take over every now and then. We appreciate it. And uh, you can give us a call. Now's the time, by the way. One triple eight forty five lawns. That's one eight 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 four five five two nine six seven. Or you can text us at two three six eight zero. Again, that's two three six eight zero. A lot of people like to text. 
And if you missed today's program, there's a number of ways to get that information, right? That is right. If you go to our website, WFLAOrlando.com, you can download the free iHeartRadio app and then search Better Lawns and Gardens and it will pop up there so you can pick any of the past shows to re-listen to. And you don't have to listen to the entire show because, you know, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I, we want you to. You cut out the middleman. But it, yeah, but it's one of those things like I, I, when I listen to podcasts, I'm like, oh, did I miss what they, oh, what did they just say? Well, you can hit that little rewind button yeah. and bounce back or bounce forward. So it's it's great. It's at WFLAOrlando.com along with you can enter to win contests. We're giving away tickets to all kinds of cool events coming up. Wow, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. You can get up on betterlawns.com. Audioboom.com, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon. I don't, I don't know all these things. I, I'm so far behind. You know, I am what Randy was saying as a codger, old codger. Oh, don't yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> there I am out there. Uh, but anyway, you can find us on Facebook also, and get up there on Facebook and tell everybody that you like us, and that'll, that'll be good. So uh, let's go to let's talk to Rico in Valkyria. Rico, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Tom. This is uh, the old codger from Valkyria. <laughs> hey, we go way back. I mean, you're a longtime listener. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Good hearing your voice. I, I have my uh, Alexa program to come on in the morning, and I heard your voice. I said, oh, my goodness, Teresa must be off gallivanting. Uh, she's over in England, believe it or not. She's yeah. going to visit the yeah. Chelsea Flower Show. That's really so nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd call you <clears throat> And let you know that I was scheduled to have a banner uh, mango season this year. The trees were loaded, and uh, my garden was looking really good. Everything was popping. And all of a sudden, a hailstorm came a couple wow. weeks ago. Wow. Mm. Got about 90% of my uh, mango crop on the ground. Wow. And uh, uh, battered the tomatoes and peppers and stuff like that. Snapped the, the you know, they were kind of like two-thirds grown snap them it was it was devastating it's pretty sad that's farming so for I you thought yeah. mm. i thought i'd call you and start whining that you know different people yeah. call in and talking about this and that and everything else but for, it's a, it was a freak storm yeah well i've been in this house 40 years well we're happy to give you sympathy here i can't do much for the mangoes uh but that's that's farming for you you know it's terrible mm-hmm. when things like yeah. that happen and you heard uh, randy schultz talking about out in Colorado, out in the Carl, yeah. Carl Springs there. Was it? Uh, anyway, some springs. Anyway, uh, But anyway, my son's in Denver, and, and he says the same thing. They, their shingles on their roofs there are a little extra heavy duty just because of the hail, the frequency of the hail. Wow. Well, I'm lucky. I got extra heavy duty shingles on mine, and my brother down the road got, his got damaged. Mine suffered no damage. So How about I was that? Lucky. Well, sorry about your loss there, Rico. Hope everything else is growing well for you. There he goes right now. Thank you for being with us. Let's talk to Jerry in Citrus County. Jerry, good morning to you. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Well, I I, I made it this far today. I'm hoping to make it home. Well, it's good to hear you on the air. (laughs) Thank Uh, you, Jerry. How can can I help? The question I have is... uh, I, I have a sewer vine or skunk vine, the smelly thing that's in oh, the yeah. shrubs. And even in this drought, it grows. Not the shrubs, oh. but the vine oh. does. Oh, yeah. So what are you going to do about it? I got it, too. So what are we going to do? I don't know. I was looking for the <laughs> options because uh, it's pretty hard pulling in there. Yeah. You know, the trouble with that vine is it gets tangled up in the things you want to keep. Uh, like I have that's it in right. a bunch of ginger. I have it in a, a bird of paradise yeah. and so I just uh-huh. I keep pulling it out as best I can. Now, if you get into okay. an area where it's out in the open and you can spray it, you can use one of the brush mm-hmm. control products, BioBranch, oh. uh, Brush Killer Plus, uh, uh, Ortho has uh, Brush Be Gone, and, and uh, they contain triclopar, and, which is a herbicide. And, and as long as you just spray them what you want to kill, that will work fine. But otherwise, uh, it's it can be a a problem getting it out and it, when it's in for, yeah. for instance in in my bird of paradise all i can do is just keep pulling it out that's all i can do i mean it takes over yeah, quick I guess so. it's just amazing yeah it does yeah the, the, the brush killer all contains the same chemical it's toxic uh, usually it contains triclopar and that's the one oh, that's, that's used the most yeah okay okay thank you Tom. okay reggie th- i mean uh, jerry thank you very much let's go to reggie i think we can work it in in melbourne uh reggie good morning to you Hi, t- 
Good morning, Tom. Always uh, love to talk to you in the old days, and I was pleasantly surprised to hear you this morning. Good. We've got about a minute, Reggie, so let's see if we can help you today also. Uh, how often should I fertilize pineapples? And uh, Teresa told us about a month or two ago about some anti-greening um, citrus or citrus yep. greening resistance. They have some varieties of citrus. Some of them are numbered. There's a couple of uh, name varieties. Go up on the University of Florida's website or just put in citrus green resistant uh, trees and IFAS, and, and uh, they should pop up for you. They put out a nice release. Uh, as far as the pineapple, I fertilize mine if I can, if I remember monthly, uh, to try to get the, keep them growing. Uh, Lewis Maxwell, who, was, uh, who passed away, but very old-time gardener, author in Florida, uh, he would use just a regular uh, liquid fertilizer. Uh, in the modern time now, I use a slow-release product, and I get that, uh, you know, either Osmocote or miracle Grow or anybody's slow-release fertilizer. Yeah, I have some Sunnyland citrus from uh, when I had key limes and Persian limes and lemons, uh, I'm assuming that's probably a little better, isn't it? That, that's fine. And, you know, it's a general fertilizer, basically, and so that will work fine for you, no, no problem at all. But the pineapple, it, you know, it doesn't have to have a lot of fertilizer, but it does better when you do have fertilizer. So I would go through and make sure it gets a, a feeding fairly regularly. Do they only fruit once? Yeah, well, here's what happens with them. You get one fruit, and, and uh, you harvest that, and then you get shoots coming off the bottom of it. And you can take the, leave those shoots, and you'll get more fruits on those, or you can cut them off, and you can go ahead and produce more plants one way or the other. So that works out pretty good. But pineapples well, like their fertilizer. Teresa, um, they like the moisture. Love, love, Teresa. Miss you, and I've gifted your uh, Florida gardening book to a couple people. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You have a great gardening day. If you want to give us a call, we're going into that last segment here, one lawns one 2967 Texas 23680. We're going to be back. We're from coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solution Studios. I'm Tom McCubbin, and you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Motorcyclists, bicyclists, pedestrians, and commercial vehicles all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Motorists, watch out for bicyclists and pedestrians, allowing three feet of clearance, and be on the lookout for motorcycles. Never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around commercial vehicles. Don't cut in front and stay out of their blind spots. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. Let's all make it home safely. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero-turn to find yours. Getting ready to go boating is just as important as the safety precautions you take while on the water. This National Safe Boating Week, make sure you have your safety equipment and know how to use it. Life jacket? Check. Whistler horn? Check. Flares? Check. 
personal locator beacon? Got it. These are just a few of the items to have prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. This message brought to you by the National Safe Boating Council and U.S. Coast Guard. Learn more at safeboatingcampaign.com. Ticks can transmit Lyme disease and other dangerous illnesses. Protect yourself and your family with Summit Green Armor Insect Repellent. Clothing and outdoor gear treated with Green Armor Insect Repellent repels and kills ticks, chiggers, mites, and mosquitoes for up to six weeks. The handy spray bottle makes it easy to apply this odorless layer of protection. Green Armor Insect Repellent is available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088. 800-218-5088. 800-218-5088. That's 800-218-5088. Thank you for joining us today for Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Tom McCubbin. I don't sound like Teresa, do I? <laughs> a little deeper well, voice. Yeah, well, yeah, not at all. Not at all. She's out <laughs> having a good time. She's in her own world over there in England, just having a great time. It's, oh, she she'll is. She'll be at the Chelsea Flower Show, which is really neat. And visiting all these old homes and gardens, it's just amazing to go through and see the upkeep that has to take place on on these places. A lot of them are, I guess, owned by foundations and things like that because the people can't afford them anymore, can't afford the taxes on them and things. Oh, wow. And, and we've really? All these big, these big homesteads, and uh, it, it just, it's just amazing. Uh, Joni and I have traveled through England and Scotland and Ireland looking at these, and the people can't afford to own them anymore. It's just, just the way it is. Kind of interesting. I want to remind you, a couple of our great sponsors here, Quality Green Specialist with Dana Venrick and his regular guest here, and uh, all the great uh, plants that they have, some of those fruit trees and shade trees. And if you don't have a shade tree and you need some shade, now might be the time to think about it. And black cow, of course, uh, when you're planting your garden, or just maybe a top dressing, black cow works out well, so that works Works good for us. Okay, let's go to the lines here. And uh, uh, Lizzie says we're about filled up here for what we have time for today. Let's go to Gary in Geneva. Gary, good morning to you. Hello, Gary. Got a question about improving my soil. Okay. Uh, I want to make one particular garden area. I, my soil is just pure sand. I live in sand pine scrub. and uh, But uh, I want to take an area... And I've got uh, my own compost pile with quite Good. a bit of compost. Uh, I've got bags of black cow, and I've got oak leaves, okay. and I've got lots of sand. And yeah. I was wondering, uh, I want an area probably about uh, 15 by 15, uh, just the irregular lines. This is a landscaping kind of garden, not a, uh, not a vegetable garden. And I was wondering... Um, should I could I just put it down in layers? And if I do, would I put the black cow on the bottom and then my compost and then the oak leaves, or or what would you suggest? Okay, use the compost, use the black cow, put down some layers of it. Uh, you know, you can put them down as thick as you want. Actually, leave the leaves out. Okay, we'll okay. use those as mulch later on, or you can compost the rest of them. But put down the the uh, compost that's ready, the black cow. Put it down layers, and then till it in. Till it in with the sandy soil. Uh, okay. you, I don't have a tiller, uh, so it's going to have to be done by a hand. You know, by that's hand okay. With a hoe or yeah, whatever you can do, you want to till that together. You want to till it into the soil, and that will work out for you. Uh, okay. The the leaves, uh, you want to use those. You can use those as a mulch if you want, yeah. or you can add them to the compost pile, one or the other. So. Okay. 
Yeah. So you, you've got a ball bearing sand and you just need to go through and, and, and improve it before you plant. And that's what you're going to do. That'll work out fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one other thing too, uh, the black cow, when I put it down on soil, it's just in these big wet clumps and I try and spread it. It's really hard to spread. And uh, if I don't spread it, it turns into this dry layer. Yeah. Uh, well, it shouldn't be in a wet clump, and it probably the dealer where it came from probably had it out in the, the rains or moisture or something like that. It, it should be fairly loose and friable. So just still go ahead and put it down, work it into your soil, and you'll do fine. Okay. Thank but, you very much. Thanks, Gary. Let's go to Peter in Sebring. Peter, we've got about a minute or so. How can we help you? My question is, with an avocado from seed, are there any male plants that do not produce flowers and fruit? Because no. I have a t- no. And it's a 12-foot tree, and it's about 8 feet wide, and it's been about 8 years old, and I haven't had a single flower. I know you've got an old seedling story there, and seedlings are unpredictable, but avocados have both sexes on the same tree. Uh, now, the, the flowers may open at different times, uh, but there's, both sexes are there, and it can take a long time. How tall is your tree, Peter? It's about 12 feet tall. 12 feet tall. You're just getting to the height where it's probably going to start thinking about producing. Age, age doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it in this case, uh, but it's going to produce. It's just a matter of when, and seedlings are like that. I will wait. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you got the patience of Job. Uh, let's go to Ed, final caller of the day here, Ed in Ocoee. Ed, good morning to you. Top of the morning, uh, Dr. McCubbin. Um, <laughs> according to the Orlando Sentinel, you are the plant doctor. Yes. Quick, quick question. <laughs> um, can one overfeed their palms? And what I'm getting at is you had in the past suggested the, the special blend, I think an 8212 blend. Yeah, 8212, or in some areas, you're going to have to go to an 8012 with a four per, 4% uh, magnesium and minor nutrients. That's a university blend. It was developed by the university professors there, and it seems to work very well. It can also be used with shrubs and things, by the way. Well, my question is, can, can one overfeed one's palms? And what I'm getting at is this. Something else you had suggested uh, in, in the uh, – we our our communities uh, novelty palms where they have them in, injected. I think it's called lethal bronzing. Yeah, it's for, for lethal and, uh, bronzing. It's tetracycline. Yeah, you know? and sometimes we'll put right. a sometimes we'll put a nutrient in there if the palm's in a very bad situation. Yeah, here, 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 Ed is the basics of it. We we uh, fertilize them once in March, once in May, if permitted, once in August. A lot of areas you can't fertilize things in August. They have the summer brownout. And then again, early October. So at least three times, March, May, early October. That's probably all your palms should need. Well, my question is, I just learned that the the, the chemical uh, uh, technician that services the palms, he said he also spread some some fertilizer. I I got it's the 8212 fertilizer. My question is, if I'm also applying the fertilizer, can I over-fertilize? Can I overfeed the palms? Or- oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you can over-feed anything. But if you're putting it down at the, at the rate they suggest, uh, you shouldn't have any problem with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. If it's in one of my one- communities that I uh, kind of consult with or supervise, they're putting down a palm fertilizer uh, or, or I'm going to be upset with them one, one or the other. Yeah. <clears throat> and one, one quick question, Tom. Do you think they'll ever invent an herbicide to uh- – won't uh, affect the viburnum, but but would be successful in killing the uh, Virginia creeper. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. Come up with it. You come up with it, and you and I'll make a mint. No doubt about that. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate okay, it. Listen, great, great, great hearing your voice. Well, thank you. It's nice being here. I'm glad Teresa was able to let me do that, and I appreciate it. Let Let me go through. Uh, see what we have here. Uh, let's see, in the past, Orange County had compost uh, pickup. Do they still have the program? Uh, you know, I, I don't think they had the distribution areas that they used to have, but I think at the uh, major landfill you can still get it. Seminole County has had it too. Just call the counties and find out. Uh, let's see. I have petunias in six-inch pots. How far apart should they be planted? Uh, I, I'd be putting them probably about 18 inches uh, apart. You know, we're coming out of petunia time now, so it could end up being a problem for you. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, somebody tried to send me a picture of a tree. I can't receive yeah, we that can't, here. Can't get those. Yeah, also, you did, can... did you already answer about the cilantro? 
Uh, it says, yes, uh, okay, we I did, just want to make sure. That. We didn't do the uh, gold mound yet. Uh, you want to read that one to me? You see the gold mound one? <laughs> no. Uh, We've had some really good texts today, and they're just rolling in, so I got lost. No, Somewhere along here is one. Here it is. I have some gold mounds I would like to trim back uh, so they could be more compact. Uh, look to them. They're mature, would, uh, would take off six inches, harm them. Uh, wouldn't I? You know, you, you can cut them way back, and you won't have any problem. And, in fact, we call it renewal pruning. Uh, in the business, and what we'll do is, it, let's say the uh, the gold mound gold mound gets tall, they they become void in the bottom as far as the leaves and everything, and you can cut them back half if you want to. You have one that's four feet tall, you can cut it back to two feet. You're you're not going to kill it uh, if it's a healthy plant. Now I have to use that. Are there any other ones there, Lizzie, that I missed out on? I think we're okay, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I think we're good. Just, uh, you know, make sure you're also including your first name and your uh, location so that way it's a little bit easier for us to help you. And figure out what what we're doing and where. Uh, now, I have my uh, list here, and I, I really didn't get much done here on my list. It's called the other stuff list. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't get much done on it, but here we go. And what I'll do, I'm just going to go down it very quickly here. Uh, what do you do with Easter lilies? You can take them out and plant them in the landscape. I tend to keep mine in pots and containers, and the plant's going to die back. Just make sure you mark where you plant it if it's in the landscape so you'll know next year they're going to come up in about January. And uh, here's one here on the Easter, Easter lily also. <clears throat> said Easter lilies do not bloom at Easter. You're right. The Easter lilies here, the, the ones for Easter are all huh. forced. The growers have to force them into flowering. Uh, if we put them in the ground here, they're going to bloom somewhere around the end, uh, about the end of April, early May. Mine have already finished flowering. I think I have one that's still flowering. So Easter lilies, you know, <laughs> Easter comes different times of the year. It does. So, and so we can't always get them to come right then unless we force them, unless we do that. Uh, what are some summer tough plants I want to give you. Here's, here's my go-to uh, basic plants. One of them is coleus. And the other one is Pentus. Uh, that, those would be my two. I also have on my list Bush Daisy, Impatience, Tarina, Dwarf Zinnias in the Profusion, and Sahara series. We have some of those out in front of the, the building here. Uh, so anyway, Yellow Squash full of holes. We covered that. Um, Lois called up about that, and somebody had some cucumber problems also. So anyway, uh, there we go. We want to thank, uh, again, our sponsors for today. Uh, quality green specialist and black cow and of course summit responsible solutions and also our guest uh, jim allison uh, from newberry and also we want to thank randy schultz <laughs> the uh, camp codger that, that's going to be a good one there that's for sure i'm looking forward to getting up on that one there and lizzie thank you you made it delightful for me oh i appreciate you letting me join you in all the fun and want to thank our listeners you guys rock as always go to our website wflaorlando.com and check us out there there we go, and uh, we're coming to you from the uh, Summit Responsible Solutions, maker of mosquito bits and dunks and organic year-round spray oil. I'm Tom McCubbin. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Florida's boating environment is always changing. New sunsets, new experiences that you won't find anywhere else on Earth. But one thing that never changes, boating while impaired by drugs or alcohol. It's illegal in the state of Florida. Boating under the influence will land you in jail, or worse, kill someone you love. It's just simply not a risk worth taking. Learn more about Florida's boating laws at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the FWC Division of Law Enforcement. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. 